Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. What's on today's episode, Aaron? We will be discussing two movies, count them two films. Well, one's a short thing, which is awesome, uh, and a classic Christmas movie. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special. Uh, and I thought it was called a Christmas special, but it's actually called a holiday special. And uh, and then we're going to also be doing, uh, hey, Bilfer. Bilfer, um, the Hobbit. We're doing this for you, buddy. You don't even know. <laughs> we discussed you before doing this, Bilfer. And they're like, we want Bilfer to be a part of it. We're just going to pre-record it because it was an issue trying to upload our podcast last week to Anchor, which would distribute it to like other uh, podcast sites. So we're going to hopefully hope that it works this week, but we're going to do it. And we didn't want to leave you out. But yeah, we're also going to discuss Santa Claus, the Santa Claus starring Tim Burton. Uh, but first, we're going to get Allen. into <laughs> Tim Allen. Did I say Tim Burton? My you bad. You did. You did. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so it says Christmas special, but it's holiday special, but we know what it is. Um, so Star Lord Drax. Rocket, Mantis, and Groot engage in some spirited shenanigans in an all-new original special created for Disney+. Plus. First, I'm going to say, Brandon, I didn't know that I wanted this movie, but now I can't think of like why I didn't want it. Like, this movie, I enjoyed it. Like I didn't know I needed this, is what I meant to say. Aaron, uh, don't, know what he's, <laughs> Aaron don't know where he's going with it. Um, yeah, I, like... I thought you would be really excited to watch this because you're all about the guardians. That's that's you talk about the guardians a lot and I like the guardians, but I, I really wasn't excited for this. Uh, but I knew Kevin Bacon was in it. So that lifted my spirits a little bit and, and watching it. You, what? <laughs> best thing, best. best thing I saw last week, he meltdown. He broke the internet. Oh, yay. Kanye. Kanye. Yeah. He had another meltdown? Uh, yep. It's just quite, quite uh, often. But anyway. Uh, At least once a month. I mean, you know. Like <laughs> clockwork. Uh, but uh, you got, is there any numbers for this? No, there's numbers. There's good numbers. There's solid numbers. Well, it's got a 7.1 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 95% on Google. It's got a 92% of Rotten Tomatoes with a 83% audience score. That's a little low. Okay. Um, well, this movie, like, I didn't know this. So, so Brandon messaged me and was like, some, he's talking about Kevin Bacon and I didn't know why he's talking about Kevin Bacon. They didn't like when I started watching this movie and realized, oh, they're going to kidnap Kevin Bacon. I'm like, this guy Pretty much told me that Kevin Bacon's in the movie. I didn't know. I had no idea. But I never. I didn't watch anything about this. So I went into this blind. But I absolutely loved it, man. Uh, I here's thought, the problem I have with that. You mentioned Kevin Bacon on the podcast last week. I don't even remember doing it. <laughs> you, you did. He was like, we're having Kevin Bacon back on. And I was like, so he knows. He knows he's in this special. And you I don't think I said thing. that. I'm pretty sure you did. You I'm sure? almost certain. 
I'm, I'm almost certain of it. Bill for Bill for replay it. Let me know. <laughs> no. Um, but yeah, I no, I absolutely. So one of my favorite parts about this movie was the uh, a opening alien song. I love that Michael Rooker Rooker uh, came back as John Doe, even in an animated form. I thought that was really yeah. cool. It was um, yeah. Um, I think I feel it felt like that they wrote this not uh, before they came up with this idea before Endgame because they didn't or or, or uh, not Endgame but um, uh, Affinity War because it seems like they didn't really mention uh, not Nebula but uh, the other girl I forget her name Gamora Gamora they didn't really mention her as much and it seems like an afterthought, like when, like when they did mention her, but no. But other than that, I don't have any. She's gone. Negative, you know. Yeah, she's gone. But you know, like, but no. What I'm saying is, I I really enjoy the opening uh, Christmas song. I don't know what Christmas is, but Christmas time is here. Uh, like just the idea, like he's gonna shoot missiles at your toes, and uh, he's gonna burn your uh, chestnuts, roast your chestnuts. It's just like he said he said that Mrs. Mrs. Claus is is uh is on a, is swinging from a pole and he had a look on his face like oh. <laughs> I loved it man. Uh what what were your thoughts on watching this? Oh I was blown away from the very get go. I was like, I mean this is you know honestly I and I've said it so many times when we've been reviewing these either TV shows, movies, in the phase four, but it's just, for the most part, I have not had a good time. <laughs> so I didn't want to watch this, I, to be honest, because I was like, oh, God. But it's James Gunn. And honestly, he hasn't let me down in the Marvel Cinematic Universe yet. Although Guardians 2 wasn't great, but I thought he did a great job here doing this special and, and really let Drats and Mantis shine, like... Drax shines usually, but Mantis really hasn't shined, in my opinion, in the previous films that she's appeared in. So I was really happy to see her shine. And Dave Batista, man, I, you know what? I'm going to say something kind of controversial. <laughs> Go for it. You know, as, as far as professional wrestlers come actors, you know what? I, I, I'm, I'm going to eat some crow here. He is the best actor of them all. I said I was going to say something controversial. He's <laughs> yeah, very controversial. Yeah, he's better than Dwayne. Dwayne's a bigger star, but he's as an actor, he's better. Uh, he has more range, you mean? Yeah, I mean, because I recently watched Knives Out, the sequel of Glass Sun. He was magnificent in that in that role, and I, I loved him in Dune. He's and I can't wait to see him in the M Night Shyamalan movie. Uh, it he's he's got range, and he he'll never be what The Rock is, but. As an actor, I think he's he's better. And uh, Aaron's opening up something. Oh yeah, I got a screener for a movie called Opie or something like that. Um, documentary. Amblin. Oh, it's a documentary. Uh, Amblin. Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Um, give me Fableman. That's what I want. But uh, anyway, uh, <laughs> you got I got a comment from from the Hobbit. All right. Rod Pi Roddy Piper in They Live was better. Uh, uh, Rocky Three, Hulk Hogan is Thunderbolt. Uh, no, come on. 
Hogan, Hogan, we won't ever, we would never call Hogan like a tremendous actor. Now hey, he was no, fun, but he was fun. Mr. Nanny suburban commando, come on now. He nah, was fun. I, he was fun, but he was more of a like he reminds me of Rock, early Rock when Rock was first getting into uh, like action films, like that kind of. Yeah. Now Rock has kind of went on to play other characters or whatever, but I agree with you as far as Dave Bautista uh, being. He's played uh, complicated characters, uh, even in um, the that uh, uh, Blade Runner uh, pre- uh, sequel. Yeah, you know, he played that. like a yeah. He's in that. He pops up in there. But uh, yeah, no, I agree with you. I think that um, I think he has a better career in Hollywood than he did in the ring. So, um, wow. but he had a pretty wanted, good career. Yeah, yeah. But I want to say something that I didn't realize, and no. This is crazy. I didn't even realize that this person was related to Kevin Bacon. So in the in in the in this movie, they show uh, Kevin Bacon's uh, mantle and it has uh, like his family, his wife, and his children. His yeah. daughter is is uh, Sosie Bacon, who was in Smile. Yep. The lady in Smile. I had no idea that's Kevin Bacon's daughter. You know but now, that? yeah, I didn't know that. But now I can see. I can see her. she looked like Kara uh, Sedgwick and uh, and and Bacon a bit. You know. So it doesn't make me like smile. It doesn't make me like smile any anymore. I'm just happy to see that. Anymore, though. I'm happy to see that she's 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 acting. I'm I'm glad to see that she's continuing that legacy. Um, but yeah. Um, but we no. Huh? We got no. Everybody's got a kid that's acting these days. John Travolta's got one. Johnny Depp's got one. Kevin Smith has one. <laughs> it's like it's. We got no. Yeah, this this is true. Uh, know, Angelina, Angelina, Brad. Yeah, they they're chap. Uh, she acts now, and like yeah, it's crazy. Um, but hey, I did want to mention. Of course, I'm here for the bacon, and so when Kevin Bacon <laughs> pops up in it, I love the I love. Did you mark out Brandon at the scene where uh, where they said uh, how did you how you defeated Jason Voorhees? Yes, I loved like, it. I loved it. <laughs> He had to correct him a little bit, but they, you know, I love that scene. You know, the, I, I think I can say this. Uh, it's kind of spoilery. I was only disappointed in one thing with, that revolved around Kevin Bacon. They didn't do the Footloose, and I, I was expecting him and Chris Pratt to do that together. I thought there would have been a really like, magical like, moment, like the feet thing, and the- yeah, but they didn't do that. So that's the only disappointment I had for it. But it's on a personal level. It's it's. What they did, I thought was excellent. I, he, I want to see Kevin Bacon do more comedy. Uh, he's great. He's got great chops at that. Um, and I realized he really doesn't do a whole lot of comedy. I mean, I can think of Tremors and maybe some rom-coms he did in the day, back in the day, but I can't really think of a lot of comedy later in his career. Um, I do I do agree with you as far as uh, Mantis. I love how they kind of grew her character in this. Yeah. And she went from she went from to for me, just like a background character that's with the Guardians to like a more upfront character that like it made me want it made me care about her, but I also feel like she may die in the next movie. <laughs> I feel like that's what they're setting up because that's that's what that's what Marvel does try to get you like to love these characters and then yeah, I, you I, know, try to kill them off. Still though, I think she'll live on. I think Drax is going to die. I think uh, Rocket's going to die. I think Star-Lord's probably going to die. I think 
I think Nebula is going to live, and I think Mantis will live. I love that they introduced Cosmo uh, or whatever the uh, the dog's name. I don't know the name of the dog, but the dog was a, a part of the Guardians of the Galaxy in the comic books, as far as I know. And yeah. uh, I'm glad that they introduced the dog, like not introduced him, but kind of brought the dog up to the forefront a little bit more. Uh, Nebula, uh, I love, I love Nebula dancing. It was great. Just her her stoic dance. Yeah. Um, and uh. I was hoping I was I was marking out because I hoped that the band was actually Kevin Smith, Kevin Bacon's uh, brother's band, like his his band, but it wasn't. It was another people playing, like the instruments. But I loved just I loved that he was able to show his 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 singing chops because he's a talented musician. That song that he sung was really good. I really enjoyed it. I actually downloaded it or added it to my Christmas playlist. Both songs from this movie. Uh, and uh, what were your thoughts on Mantis jumping around <laughs> that scene? Wasn't it kind of terrifying, her jumping around yeah, it was a little terrifying. Kevin Bacon's house? Um, it was a little terrifying, but it was also a little bit of humor <laughs> because of Kevin Bacon's expressions. <laughs> you know, just, yeah. I, I love that, that they really gave her a light to shine in this, though. Uh, it made me happy to see her shine. And the, the whole complicated issue with being um, Star-Lord's half-sister, like I didn't even think about that. Like after Guardians Two, that they were related. I guess it was probably mentioned at some point, but I didn't even think about that. I think but, they didn't mention it, but I think that uh, when they show that little revolving thing to show all the ladies that uh, that uh, her his father slept with, one of the people was uh, was Mantis's uh, species. They showed like the the um, yeah. little things. And so they assumed it must have been her mom, and but the reason why he kept her around because he was able to, she's able to help him to sleep, and so that's her only sole purpose is to essentially be a flea, uh, a parasite on the back of a big predator, essentially to help things, you know. But I lo- I've always liked Mantis once since I introduced her. I'm glad that she still is with the Guardians, um, and I love uh, Kralin. Uh, Peter Gunn, uh, James Gunn's brother, Peter Gunn, Pete Gunn, is his name? Uh, I think so. I like him. I love that he's still there. Craig, Craig, Craiglin, Craiglin or something like that. I like, I like that he's still there. Um, and I love, what do you think about Swole Groot? Uh, like I was watching it with Dawson. I was like, I wanted to watch it with him. And he was like, that just looks horrible. I was like, what? <laughs> he's like, it, it looks like a person in a suit. It's like, I was like, Okay, (laughs) and I I just I liked it personally. Dawson did not, uh, but you know, I don't know. He's kind of having a bad day that day, so. But he liked it by the end of the of the show. Um, But I don't know. He didn't like. He didn't care much for Groot, though. Mm. You know. Yeah, it's it's different. It's weird seeing Swole Groot. Um, Yeah. But uh, but also, um, uh, oh wow, wait a minute. That lady, um, oh, the lady that's it was in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies who played B. She did the voice of the of the dog, uh, Cosmo the dog. Uh, you know the the one that was like uh, the main protagonist in Bodies, Bodies, Bodies. The the one that kind of survives. Uh, yeah. One of the ones. That, yeah, she's the she was the voice of the dog, and she was also in um, uh, the. Um, 
Barat movie, the sequel. I um, either of those Barat movies. So. Best acting performance: John Cena as Peacemaker or Batista as Drax. Um, I I never really seen. I seen a little bit of Peacemaker. Uh, I never really, really was blown away by that sh- show. I prefer Drax. I, I prefer. Um, if you're asking me, I prefer. Um, He's definitely asking. <laughs> well, yeah, I prefer Drax. I, I, I'm not. I'm not huge with John Cena. I'm just. I'm not there yet. I'm not there with John Cena as an actor just yet. I haven't. I haven't seen anything that really won me over. Other than like, I did like him in Suicide Squad. I did, but I wasn't. It wasn't the best part of Suicide Squad for me. Uh, the sequel. I really did like Idris, uh, and I love the polka dot guy. And I love the I love I love uh, uh, Sylvester Stallone as uh, the shark dude. So yeah, I like those things. I didn't really care for Cena. You didn't care for Peacemaker. Uh, I hadn't seen the show, so I can't fully answer. But I will answer what I have seen. I have seen Suicide Squad, so I have seen him play the character. But I think uh, Batista's much better in the role. He's if I was judging it, I would judge it on this. The original Guardians of the Galaxy movie versus Suicide Squad. I would say Batista still. Um, he's, I felt he stole a lot of that movie. And he surprised me as an actor in that movie. Like I never thought he had a funny bone in him. Uh, didn't see that side of him in wrestling. So, um, But yeah, I, I would say Dave was better. Uh, but I, I, I am a fan of John Cena as an actor. I really am. I think he's going to go places, and I can't wait to see what he does in, in film. And I will try to watch Peacemaker, since I now have HBO Max. <laughs> um, and uh, so, going back to this uh, Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special, also Mark Hamill uh, pops up in this movie in this movie as like a cameo. He's just in the background. Uh, it won't seem like they did a close up of him. He's like the drunken guy with that Santa hat on. Uh, but well, it kind of looked like, yeah, he kind of he kind of looked like Luke Skywalker uh, how he looked in the Star Wars, but with a Christmas hat on. But yeah, uh, it was him. Uh, so props up to him, man, popping up in here. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, I, I absolutely enjoyed it. I enjoyed this movie. Um, I thought that the stuff. On the on the um, Hollywood Strip was fun uh, when they seeing like <laughs> when she ran up on the Captain America and said like, Steve, you know. Yeah, like, I love that. I love that. And the guys like, what? The, what's going on? And I love that they said GoBots killed his killed his cousin. Like yeah, no. so, Go GoBots is in the is in the Marvel universe. Then they keep teasing Steve in these in Phase Four. Mm-hmm. You saw it throughout the shows. You see it in the Guardians. I believe Chris Evans is coming back to play Steve one more time. I think it's going to happen in Secret Wars. I would love to see it. Old Man Cap. I want to see Old Man Cap. I, I think it'd be kind of cool to see him as Old Man Cap. Yeah, it'd be weird, but I love to see it. Like He's like alive, a, like, a, like, a, like a Clint like a Clint Eastwood type of uh, Captain America. Like you know, what I'm talking about when Clint was yeah, the I, mobile. I He's not mobile. The last movie he wasn't very mobile. He was very slow walking. But I mean, he's like almost ninety years old, though. Yeah, it's privilege true. get to see him again on screen. Kind of. The movie but, wasn't great, though. I mean, it was decent, but it wasn't, you know, what I thought it was going to be. But uh, if, I do. Uh, do do you, do you feel? 
Oh, go ahead. I was just going to say, I really do feel that they're going to bring Steve back with all these teases. Uh, do you feel like – did you feel like this was a uh, Christmas special or holiday special? Did it, like, yeah. for me, it gave me the vibes of it. And I absolutely was – I was vibing off of everything. I loved it. I loved it. Yeah. The only know. thing, though, is that they all thought that, you know, Star-Lord was depressed by Christmas because of what Yondu did. And reality is he's depressed because Gamora's not there. Mm-hmm. It has nothing to do with Christmas. Like we found it out in the end when he tells the story of how it ended with him and Yondu. And that was very touching. I mean, I just wish that had been live action. Just to see Michael Rooker as the character again in live action. I, I thought it would have been better. But I love the animation. I, I would I wouldn't mind an animated show about Yondu. Honestly, I mean I'm I'm for it. I'm for it, man. I love Yondu as a character. Uh, I, I, it's one of my biggest. Like his his death, his death in MCU was a death that touched me. Honestly, uh, honestly oh, was, yeah, yeah, it's, for sure. Um, and so just having him back in any form is great. But I would have, I agree with you. I would have loved to see him in a more live action uh, yeah. version of it. You just, you know, I think that it would be kind of cool. But you know. Nevertheless, I'm I'm always happy to have, have Michael uh, pop up in anything. So, oh yeah, I mean, he's great. No matter what he does, I mean, it's, it's Michael Rooker. It's uh, it's Merle. It's it's so many things. He 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 always steals the show, no matter what he's in. And I I love that guy. <laughs> hey, so the and uh, before we get to our numbers on it, our, our thoughts on it at the end, uh, I did love that the uh, the end credit. Uh, Jesus, they they're gonna come back for maybe another one. He said, "I guess we're gonna have to do it, do another special," you know. Uh, and then also, did Kevin Bacon say pretty much that he's coming back? He says, "I see you in Easter." I mean, not not just Easter time, but maybe he's gonna pop back up in the MCU. I would love to have Kevin Bacon in the MCU as Kevin Bacon in the MCU. I think it'd be great. Um. I mean, that'd be fun to have him as, but I'd love to see him as a as a real as a real you know comic book character again. Mm-hmm. Like I know a lot of people complain about him in the Edsman movie that he did. I thought he was great in it personally, but I don't know anything about the character. Like I don't read these comics like that. I I've read a few uh, Spider Man, Punisher, and Hulk comics, but I don't read them. You know, like the diehard fans do. But you know, I would love to have Kevin Bacon back in in any way. But um, he, he just, he was awesome in this. He stole anything he was in, you know, any scene he was in, he stole it. His comedy, comedic timing was top notch, man. I just, I love seeing the bacon. You know what I mean? I, I loved, I loved uh, just like, they're like, how was it for you when you say that small town with dances? You know, he's like, well, that was a, that was a character I played in a movie, and you know, yeah. and then, then they asked him about the fines, and he's like, Henry Winkler is a sweet man, you know, <laughs> I, not, you know, which I've heard that about Henry Winkler. Uh, but Tom uh, Hanks don't like each other though. That's oh weird. wow, maybe yeah. I'm I'm gonna side with Henry. I mean, he got fired from uh, directing Turner and Hooch because they didn't get along. I don't oh, know. Oh wow, maybe. I hate to say Tom Hanks isn't the person we think he is, but well, Tom has. He was young though. He was young. Tom Tom got down with some with some with some some people that's in Hollywood that 
was nefarious for doing bad things, you know, owning the islands. I've heard about going it. out. I'm just wanna, saying. I don't want to believe that. I just that's yeah. And, no, and, you and, just and, don't want to believe it. I mean, it's just not Tom Hanks. Yeah. He's probably Tom Hanks. I don't doubt it. But let's <laughs> but, stop. Let's stop. Let's stop. No, we 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 can't but, Tom Hanks. Yeah. Hey, it is what it is. But all right, anyway, let's hope it uh, isn't what it is. <laughs> but anyway, let's go ahead and uh, my. Ready to share our final thoughts? Oh, I know Bilford's going to throw it out there. He's going to blast him. Tom Hanks was on the flight logs. Bilford was going to blast him. I told you. Bilford has no chill uh, when it comes to it. Uh, hey, you, you're free to say that, Bilford. Yeah, that's what, I agree. He was on the he was on the flight logs. He's there. Him, there's a bunch of them. Anyway. Anyway. Was uh, Keanu Reeves there, too? Because that would just kill hey, me. I feel like Keanu is—he's no Keanu's a different breed, man. He's cool. Uh, I like Keanu, um, but ultimately, I love this. I enjoyed it, um, and I, I had fun with it. I hope that I hope that they have an. It's harder. It'll be hard to do another one, I think, because this was special, you know. But I really enjoyed it. I think um, it's gonna be hard to do another one. Because what's going to happen in the volume three? Yes. I think at the end of it, thank goodness <laughs> Keanu Reeves was not on those flight logs. That, that <laughs> saved me. Because <laughs> I would just hate to imagine the nicest person in Hollywood today being on that kind of list. <laughs> just, yeah. Mm. but um, yeah, I don't, I, I've lost my train of thought. I'm just thankful Keanu Reeves was not on that flight. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, no, no. Uh, so you was talking about. Uh... Uh, how how hard it'd be going forward doing another? Oh yeah, yeah. Because uh, James Gunn says this is the end for the team. Basically, I don't think everyone's going to die, but I think crucial members are going to die. And you can already sit, tell if you've seen the trailer. I don't know if you've seen it. Yeah, Chris Pratt's expressions. Oh my God, it's just it's heartbreaking. It's just, I mean, if he loses Gamora again. <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's Gamora. I, I think it's gonna be Rocket, or, or I definitely feel Rocket. Bradley Cooper says he's done with the character. Uh, Batista's been saying he's done with Drat. So, you know, it's just. I, I said this in when I shared it on our Facebook page. Uh, it's like Phase Four disappointed us. Phase Five is gonna break us. Yeah. With the rumors of Ant Man, this movie. I mean, Thor. Chris Hemsworth says that in the next uh, time he shows up is probably his last. It's just. Man, I can't imagine losing these people in phase five, but I think it's happening. I think we're going to lose a lot. Well, with that said, I'm going to go ahead and give you my marks for this film, uh, this special. Um, I give it, I'm going to give it four and a half marks out of five. Uh, it was, I was going to give it five, but I feel like I, I give it that because I wanted it. I wanted more. I want to yeah, 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 I feel you. I want to dance. Huh? I, I want to dance. Didn't get it. Uh, but, you know, for four and a half, uh, it's a nice little number. It's, it, it, it's really nice. Um, I got to go five, though. It, it made me smile throughout the whole thing. I laughed a lot. I felt good about my experience, and I haven't felt good for the most part in phase four. So it gets a five for me. Um, it, 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 it made me feel good. So 
it's not a it's a it, it, would this be considered a short film? It's not even considered a full-length film, right? Because no, no, a full-length got to be over an hour, right? I think that is the uh, technical yeah, term. Okay. It has to be an hour or longer. longer. I, think it's, I, I don't even consider it a short film. I just consider it like one of those specials they do. You know? Yeah, it's great. Long. I loved it. Um, but, all right, uh, that's for our Guardians of the Galaxy the holiday special. Uh, review next on the topic is the santa claus 1994 um when a man inadvert inadvertently makes santa claus fall off his roof on christmas eve he finds himself magically recruited to take his place starring tim allen and scott calvin judge reinhold as neil which judges i love judge i love judge reinhold uh, yeah. That's the guy I love. Uh, Wendy Crewson is Laura. Uh, and I'm going to ask you a question about her. Uh, Eric Lloyd is Charlie Calvin. And then David Crumholtz is Bernard. And then there's other people that's in this film, according to Peter Boyle, is Mr. Whittle. Um, uh, Brandon, this came out in 1994. It's an hour and 37 minutes, directed by John Pasquin. What is the numbers? The numbers, the numbers of this, it's got a 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 57% on Metacritic, 93% like it on Google. It's got a 73% on Rotten Tomatoes with a 65 audience score. Are you kidding me? Oh, it man. is not certified fresh on. It's not, but it is the best Santa Claus film in this franchise. Let me tell you that, people. I yeah, watched I was the whole gonna, trilogy last night. Yeah, I was going to ask you a question. Does Wendy Crewson return as Laura uh, in the other seat in the other yeah. movies? She's so in all Judge. of them. So is Judge. Okay, and what about Charlie's in all Charlie. three? Okay, okay, cool. I was wondering. See, I didn't watch. I was gonna. I was gonna get in the habit of watch the rest of those uh, two. Uh, but I didn't. I was like, I was just gonna watch it. I think I will watch them before I go into watching the Santa Claus's uh, movie uh, show, rather, because I do want to see it. I love. I'm all about some Tim Allen. Great. Um, but uh, yeah. all three. But I would say for the sequels, when you get there, you just just don't expect the same energy or the same writing. It I remember have, it doesn't have the same. I remember not liking the one with Martin Short. Oh, I hate um, that. <laughs> I do. I hate I'm, it. Oh, I'm hate gonna it. go ahead and throw this out here. It is what it is. I'm not a huge Martin Short guy. We've never been, been never been a huge Martin Short guy. Even back with the three amigos, my favorite of the three amigos was Steve Martin and then Chevy Chase. I didn't really care for Martin Short. Uh I always thought that it just like I can't think of a movie that I really was like, ooh, I love this Martin Short film. Honestly, Wasn't he in Pure it, Luck with Danny Glover. I don't. I never seen it. Uh, I seen he, he was in. Uh, Wasn't he in a movie called Clifford? But it's he not was, about the dog. Very annoying. Yeah, and then like Glick or something. Well, I don't know. He's like just. I'm not a big Martin Short guy. I'm not nothing against him. I'm just not huge. Uh, he said. Uh, Billford says my favorite Martin Short movie was Clifford, not the dog. Yeah, I think that um, is probably his biggest film, you know. I love uh, the dad from Beethoven in that movie. Yeah, they go. Um, so I do like the movie Clifford. 
I just don't like it because of Clifford. <laughs> he annoys the crap out of me in that movie. Just like he's annoying Charles Grodin in the movie. It's just, but I, I, I think it is a good movie. And I think it's probably his best film he's done. But he's done two films with Tim Allen. He was in Jungle hmm. the Jungle with Tim Allen as well as Santa Claus 3. Oh, wow. Uh, but yeah, I, um, but absolutely. Uh, just going back and watching this movie, um, I just it felt like the 90s. It felt yeah. like the 90s. But Tim Allen has that way about him to just. He's perfect for like little holiday movies. He's perfect for uh, films like this. Like, like, like he was like perfect, like Jungle to Jungle, for for instance. You know, like those movies. He was really good at. And and I would say because of Home Improvement, it kind of made us think this guy can be these type of characters. And mm-hmm. I absolutely love. I love Tim Allen, man. It is what it is, man. I, I'm a, I'm a fan of his. Yeah, yeah, I, I love this. You know, I think as far as film was, excluding Buzz, <laughs> I think playing Scott Calvin, the Santa Claus, is his best character. Live action films, uh, just the growth he has. You know, not being a present dad when we meet him and becoming a present dad because he comes Santa. He he comes family oriented. He just, I don't know. He he changes. Uh, and I, I, I'm all for it because I went well, through a similar experience myself. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna talk about so getting into it. We know that he, as as Brandon said, he's not really a present father. He's uh, he has a son, uh, Charlie, who is in the middle of a situation where his mother is remarried. I believe she's remarried. I don't know if she's dating or remarried to Neil, uh, yeah. who's Judge Reinhold, who. For for those that don't know, Judge Ryan Holt is famous for um, Beverly Hills Cop films. He's also in um, Fast Times at Ridgemont High, yeah. the first Gremlins movie, yeah, uh, and uh, just Judge Ryan Holt. Just a, and he also played a, a, a he also played a killer in a movie. I remember at one point, but uh, he I can't uh, imagine that. I just can't. Also, also, I remember he is in a movie playing a judge named Judge Reinhold. So I thought that was funny. Uh, but yeah, um, Judge is a guy I don't see. You don't see too often now. I don't know if he's in the new show. Um, I don't think so. But he is appearing in the new Beverly Hills Cop. But I think we're going to be sad about it. Uh, um, <laughs> but nevertheless, uh, but yeah, she's married to uh, Neil, who is... Um, He's not a believer in Santa Claus, no. uh, and and uh, Scott Calvin isn't really a believer, but he feels like it's rude, to, wrong to tell his son is he shouldn't believe in Santa Claus. He yeah. shouldn't believe in Santa Claus. So he he's the father that is trying to keep the spark alive with his son, uh, but he's trying his best. And I felt like I was watching Brandon the movie <laughs> while, while, I was, while I was watching this movie because that scene. In Denny's, after after eating burnt the, the the Christmas dinner, the turkey or whatever, and they go to Denny's. I felt like Brandon and your boy, and I felt like wow. And then like at the same time, you text me like I can relate to this movie in a totally different way watching it now. And I was like, I know I'm thinking I know why, Brandon. 
your response? Oh, man. Uh, it just, you know, last year was a very hard year for me. And <laughs> um, and I, I really wasn't as present in Dawson's life as I should have been. And I didn't know that. And but once it all changed, I, I say this to people today. When I broke up, when we broke up, it was the best thing ever happened to me. And I, I think it was the best thing ever happened to her. I think we're both happier and all that. But I became such a better father. For me, it's it's all about Dawson. It's if someone else comes in my life, that's great, but it's all about him. And I, I saw that with Scott. You know, once Santa hit, fell, and you know, even in the car when he was talking up leading up to Denny's, they were talking about Neil. And <laughs> he says, Yeah, and he, Neil listens to me. He said, Yeah, and then he charges you. <laughs> Just that kind of response. It, it is something I would have said a year ago, you know. <laughs> something really smart and uh you know so yeah i i, I agree I, the, it was like watching myself from last year to this year and the, the changes i've made and um that i'm happier and you know you are more jollier feller if i, I may say so myself um but yeah absolutely I, I felt like i was watching watching your you and dawson's story actually uh but uh but we get to a point where um, he's reading to his son uh, the, uh, the, uh, the night before Christmas, you know, and, and uh, they roast such a clatter and, and mm-hmm. he falls asleep and he kind of just hurries up and try to leave. And then, you know, they had a cute little situation, but then they had, they heard such a clatter, rose such a clatter on the roof. And Tim goes, Scott goes to find out what it is and accidentally scares Santa Claus to his death. It was kind of it's kind of crazy to think about this as a kids movie, but uh, but yeah, he, he scares Santa Claus and Santa Claus dies, and and then he finds he inherits the suit because he puts it on, um, and next thing you know, like I love man, like I love the, the the little montage of him going to the different houses, and he is is over the whole idea of being Santa Claus. He's throwing the presents. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, knocking over trees, don't really like disregarding everything. And uh, but you, like you said, it's it's interesting to see how this character over the time changes, not just physically, but but emotionally and presently to this to becoming Santa Claus. Yeah, it was, um, it was great acting on, on Tim Allen's part too. I mean, because he was he was a very selfish guy. And then he gets hit with his Santa Claus gimmick. <laughs> he doesn't. He doesn't even believe in Santa, uh, but he doesn't want to know his son to know. You know that he's not real. And he and he puts on the suit and becomes Santa. He doesn't want to do it. It's just comedy. And he, Tim Allen is so great in the role. I mean, he just. I loved watching it. I felt watching it. I, I mean, so much emotion came from watching Tim Allen play this guy and. But once he starts, because Charlie gets obsessed with it, you know, and he he's like, my son believes in me when no one else did. And that was another thing that was very true in my life, because Dawson was the only one that really believed in me at a certain point last year. Uh, it, it was just special, and it was kind of emotional uh, watching that on screen, because I couldn't help but go back. And I just... It felt like I was watching myself become Santa Claus. <laughs> um, honestly, honestly, uh, the movie 
had, had it, it tugs at your heartstrings. Like that yeah. scene where I, I love the scene where finally Laura and Neil believes that he's Santa, and I love how they just look at him differently. They're like, "You're Santa." You, wait a minute, you are Santa Claus. Yeah, and and then just that, I love that. Like that them realizing, oh, and then like they they had a enough sense to apologize to Charlie and saying, I'm sorry. Sorry, I, I didn't believe you. You know, um, man, it's, it's a, how do you compete if you're Neil and, and the kid's father is Santa Claus? You can't uh, really true, compete. True. How do you compete yeah. with that? I, I want to ask you, though, the, as far as Judge, his character, Neil, what did you think of Neil from the day, from the moment you met him to the end? What did you think of this guy? Uh, I, at first, I, you know, we're watching this back in the day. I always wondered if why didn't Tim, uh, Scott, and Laura get back together? But Neil in himself wasn't a bad guy. No. He's not a bad. He wasn't a bad guy. He was just a. Uh, he was just a. Uh, he didn't believe. He's 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 a. He thinks he he rationalizes thing, and he's like a realist. He's like he he stopped believing at age four because he didn't get like a, uh, uh, Oscar Mayer wiener whistle. Uh, and that was enough that to convince this man, Santa Claus yeah. doesn't exist. Um, and so he attacks things from a, from a logical standpoint. Um, and, and yeah, I liked him though as a character. I thought he wasn't a bad guy. He wasn't, um, ugly or, anything like wow. nothing ill what should have ever happened to him or anything. Um it kind of remind me of Carrie Elwes in in uh wow. Liar Liar. Yeah. Because uh like that character, it wasn't a bad guy. He's just no. he's just not Jim Carrey. It's just the same way like this. Not Jim. He's just not he's not Tim <laughs> Allen. He's not Tim Allen. He's cool he's but he's not Tim. Nice guy but he's not he's not Tim Allen or Carrie wasn't Jim. Um but he was Dr. Gordon at one point. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I agree with you. Like when I was watching it last night, just I, I could relate to Scott's opinion of him because I mm -hmm. felt Scott thought that uh, Neil came off like a judgmental prick, <laughs> and I was like, when you hear Scott talking, that's just how you, how he comes off. But when you actually hear Neil's talking, he is very rational, and he doesn't believe and he he doesn't want Charlie to believe in fantasies. I believe that's the heart of it. He doesn't, he wants him to be a realist like him. Um, and I don't know, but my favorite parts in the movie with Neil is when he's actually working with Tim Allen, especially at the end, you know, how they think uh, Tim Allen's character, Scott is just, he's a loon. He's crazy. He's got, he's lost it. And they're wanting to take the kid from him. And that reminded me of Mrs. Doubtfire a lot. When mm -hmm. They try to take it away from Robin. Um, but I, I, I thought that this was a very touching movie, has a lot of heart, has a lot of comedy aspects to serious moments. And I, Robin once said that's that's the best kind of comedy when you have serious topics, yet you can still be funny. That's the best kind of comedy. And I kind of agree with it. Like you're not poking fun of it, but you're you're having fun while still yeah. being serious. And I like the uh, my favorite Neil moment. There's two of them mainly. One, the first one is 
when he's uh when they're at the uh uh when they're at Charlie's soccer game mm-hmm. and uh and and he's he says you're really you're really hanging on to this delusion of being Santa Claus and transforming yourself to to into this Santa Claus facade in order to get with Charlie. Here's yeah. my card. Give me a call. <laughs> like, like he's like, I just want to study you. I want to understand what is going on in you to make you to do this. And I love like he was being absolutely for real. He's like, Yeah, hey, let me see if I can help you. <laughs> you know, he's very sincere <laughs> in that moment, uh, yeah. which is great. That's great that. comedy, though. That's great yeah. comedy from Judge. That's perfect. I actually I chuckled at that scene. And then like the other scene is when uh when uh Bernard pops up eating the sandwich and then he grabs it from him. Yeah. And then like Bernard disappears and he just kind of looks around like, where did he go? Where did he he's looking around the house like, wait a minute, where did he go? Because to him, there's no way he could have just disappeared. To him, he must be in the house somewhere. Yeah. And so I love that. Just uh, just and then like the last thing with him is when he finally realizes that Scott is uh Santa and, and he says Santa and then he's like, No. No, you know, and like, just like Judd, just Judd has a, Judd has a, a way of conveying, and it's, just, it's a sad thing that he's not in more movies, like he's mm-hmm. not out there as much, but he has a way, in my opinion, he has a way of just conveying sincerity, conveying, um, uh, like he seems like he would be such a sweet guy. But, uh, but I mean, and I've seen him play, like I said, I've seen him play in a movie where he's like, like, like in Gremlins, he was kind of a butthole, but he, he was, was really good at it. Uh, but he, he's played such sweet guys, such buttholes, but he's really good. He's a really good actor, man. And I hate that he's not in more stuff. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's funny that era of actors, that really don't do a whole lot anymore. I mean, Judge is one. I, I even think Sean Penn's one. He, he pops in once in a while, but he's not, you know, he's not in the game as like he was. Michael Douglas is another one, uh, uh, even though he is in the Ant-Man franchise. But uh, I do love Judge Reinhold, though. And my love came from Beverly Hills Cop. I just love that character. I love that character as much as, you know, Eddie in that movie. I just, he's... He's so adorable in that movie. I I, I just want to hug that man. But um, um, real I, quick, Judge Reinhold played the Honorable Judge Reinhold in uh in Clark's the animated show. That's what it was. Animated he, show. I need to watch yeah, this. He he did the voice. He, he literally did his own voice as the Honorable Judge Reinhold. <laughs> That's amazing. I, I I must watch. I must find it. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I, you know, and actually, you know, that it seems like it'd be a perfect fit with Kevin Smith. Honestly, uh, his kind of comedy, his kind of humor, and I think would match well with Kevin's. Um, but I, he, you are right, though. He should be in more stuff. And I'm hoping with the new Beverly Hills Cop coming out that he will have some sort of resurgence like some of these people are getting um, from that era of the 80s. Uh, mm-hmm. I was actually shocked he was in the sequels. I didn't think he was. So uh, when he popped up, I was like, yeah, it's great. It's great seeing him. And he was pretty, I thought he stole some scenes from Tim Allen actually in this movie. And I, it was, I was great to, it was great to see it. You know, I, uh, I want to mention Peter Boyle, uh, who for those that I know him the most 
in Young Frankenstein. Also, if you know him as the father and Everybody Loves Raymond. Yeah, I was going to say Everybody Loves Raymond. Um, and uh, he's um, he was he's one of those actors. He was a good character actor as well uh, that popped up a lot of comedies. Uh, but yeah, I love to see him in. I love seeing him in this movie as well. Um, and uh, I loved uh, David uh, David Crumholtz Crumholtz is Bernard. I love yeah. that. I love that this guy is still working today. Uh, I've always he been is in the new Santa Claus show. Yeah, I love. I love. I love that he is still out working. I love every time I see him pop up in anything. Uh, I know he was in. Uh, was he? Wasn't he in? Uh, um, Harold Harold and Kumar goes to White Castle yes. just like briefly. Yeah, I'll like, bring it, I think. Yeah, and when he pops up, I'm like, yes, I love seeing him. I like, like really. He's like one of those guys that I celebrate seeing him pop up and stuff. So, yeah, it's it's like I really enjoyed this movie, man. Uh, I thought that it was in heart. I loved how Tim Allen or, or Scott um, when he became started to become Santa Claus. I love the scene where he's eating like lunch and everybody's yeah. kind of looking at him, and uh, and he protests the idea. First of all, elves don't look like that; <laughs> they should be children. Um, yeah. And then, secondly. Santa is not going to be riding around in a tank, a Tonka tank. No. And I love just, <laughs> just oh, I love the uh, the interrogation scene where he said, Popo Techo or something like that. <laughs> That's yeah. like a little smile. Just like, oh man, Tim Allen, my dude. I don't care if it's controversial to say or not. I'm a Tim Allen fan. You, you don't have to watch me. I, I like Tim Allen. You know what I'm saying? It is what it is. You know, people don't like him because of his political views or whatever. It don't matter, man. I like Tim Allen. Yeah, I don't. Th- I think I don't believe people should judge someone on their political views. I mean, it's a slippery slope, though. You know, people find anything to get to turn on you these days. So <laughs> it's just a slippery slope. Uh, but I, I love Tim Allen. I've I don't really follow his political views, but I know there was some that got him canceled on whatever sh- uh, network he was on at the time. Fox picked him up, but uh, I, I do hope he plays this character more than just one season, though. I, I think it's got some potential to be a multi-season kind of a deal, but I thought this movie was great for its time. I still think it's great. Um, it just it brought me so much joy watching, you know? Yeah. I was, I was looking it up to see, because I want to say... Toy Story came out in 95. This came out in 94. Uh, it didn't obviously, you know, uh, uh, Home Improvement was from like 90. I loved Home Improvement. Uh, that was like one of my favorite. Just turn on the show. You don't even yeah. have to watch it. just in the background. And I just loved, like, I, I love Home Home Improvement. I haven't seen this new show. Um, but uh, the Santa Claus, yeah, the Santa Claus came out in 94. But this kind of started Tim Allen on this path of uh those like those 90 comedies with the with like as a family man uh he was also in me while he sparks in 97 which i've never seen that i think i have seen that. i don't remember it uh he was in uh jungle to jungle in 97 for richer or for poor this is tim's third time on the mark movie podcast i didn't even think about it well no we did the other toy story films right so it's like it's fourth time on the podcast, right? 
I don't know if we did Toy Story or not. We did. We did. Uh, we did the uh, hog, uh, Wild Hogs. We did, we did uh, Wild Hogs. Yes. We did uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. I believe we did that. We did mean, we not? He wasn't in did Guardians we, of the Galaxy. Not, not Guardians, but uh, uh, Galaxy Quest. Galaxy Quest. Yes, Galaxy Quest. We did do that. Yeah. But I don't remember doing Toy Stories. I. I thought we did the. Or maybe we mentioned Toy Story in one of our uh, lists. Toy Story Four, maybe. Maybe, um, but maybe not. So this is Lisa's. Uh, did we do for rich or for poor? I think he we did that. that with Craig. No, I think me. I thought me. You did for rich or for poor. Uh, with him and Chris, uh, Christy Alley. Maybe we did. Yeah, we, yeah. So this is Lisa's third or fourth time on the podcast. He still has to beat Kevin Bacon, who has a record of being on this podcast. <laughs> um. Galaxy Quest. Yeah, that's what I meant. Uh but um but yeah. Uh for Richard for Poor, uh he, he just started his his lifelong journey of these movies. I just like Tim Tim Allen. That's my that's my point. But anything else you want to mention about oh, what do you think about the elf the flight scene that 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 team of like this elf like reinforcement special off special ops. I thought it was actually pretty interesting. Uh, it 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 felt like a different North Pole than what we like grew up on. Uh, it felt uh, I don't know. It didn't really feel nineties that aspect to it. It felt like they were going a little different route with it. I actually was all for it though. Uh, one of my favorite actually scenes though is when he's talking to Judy the elf. And he, she's mentioned she's 900 years old and she thinks he's hitting on her, which is a no-go today. <laughs> that that seems a no-go. Uh, oh, wow. Just the expression yeah. on Tim's face, like, I wasn't even going there. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. just, I, I'm surprised they did a scene like that, even in the Look, 90s. Well, there's a lot of things in this movie. Well, first, let me say, this is not nothing bad, but I noticed when they're walking by the doors, one of the rooms with balls bouncing up and down it was called the ballroom. I never noticed that joke, but it's a good joke. <laughs> you know, it's just a random joke, but it's a good joke. But uh, but I did notice uh, some things they can't, they wouldn't do it today. I don't think is have a line of strength like kids that don't know you just come and get on your lap at a park, sitting on the bench. I don't think that that will yeah. fly today. So, hey. I don't think a lot of things flew in 2002 either when they did this, the sequel because it just felt the energy was just different. It, it just wasn't the same. It almost felt like it was in a different universe. It was very G rated where this was, I feel if it was made today, it would at least be PG 13. Uh, mm -hmm. But you know, it is what it is, but uh, I don't know. It's just, the sequels just feel in a different universe. Yeah. So, uh, anything else you want to mention before we uh, go ahead and? Uh, I, I was. We didn't really talk much about Charlie, but I really I liked the kid that played him. I thought he did a really good job. I really love the, the relationship he has with Calvin, and you know, he's... that kid. Uh, he was he he his career kind of. I won't say take off. I mean, he's kind of known for the Santa Claus films. Uh, but he was in Dunstan Checks In. Um, yeah, with Jason Alexander. He was in Chrome Skull uh, Laid to Rest too, which 
Okay. I, I haven't seen it. It's like a little horror film. He it says he's in ER is Martin Lin Linley. I don't remember him in there. Maybe I totally forgot that every, but everybody was in ER. Everybody and their mom was in ER. So uh I just don't remember him being in it. Um but yeah, he's I don't know, just like not it's hard for some child actors to move forward in their career from being a child actor. It's to have a career after being a kid, uh, Leonardo DiCaprio is an exception to it. Uh, I would say Anthony Michael Hall is an exception to it. Uh, I would say, uh, I don't know. I would still, I'll say, um, what's her name? Um, shoot from, um, she was in man on fire. Can't think of her name. Dakota Fanning. Dakota Fanny, I think she's an exception as far. Although she don't, you don't see her much now, but she still, she still acts. And I, I think Haley Joe, he shows up in, uh, in a show, on uh, Amazon Prime on The Boys, and I love seeing him in there. Uh, just, but for the most part, it's hard for child actors to move on to do other things. Um, yeah. Can you think of anyone that you would consider the exception? I think um, as far as females go, the girl that played Blossom, who later on was on Big Bang Theory, and she's got a new show, she's doing really well. Um, but, I mean, it is hard. I mean, I think of – Mylon Biot. I think it's very hard. Um, hmm. is she, is is that that? I heard that she was rumored to be. but I didn't know there was an equalizer, too. I'm just going to – Really? Yeah. Oh, maybe I did. Maybe I did. I totally forgot that that was even a sequel. Scarlett Johansson was a kid actor. Yeah. Yeah, she was. Uh, she really was. And then also uh, Eliza Dushku as well was. Um, and then, um, oh, girl, uh, Natalie Portman. She's a child actress. And she, you know, blew up as well. Paul so Walker she, was one as well. Paul Walker, which he blew up in a different way. That's, that's still too soon. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I apologize. That's wrong. Anyway, uh, it's just it's quick wit though. Um, but uh, dark yeah, humor and dark humor. Very, very dark. But uh, yeah. So no, Charlie. I thought he was interesting. I thought he did did good for a child. He was he's fitting as a child, that doughy eyed child that's a believer. Um, yeah. but yeah. It is what it is. Uh, anything else you want to mention? No, I mean, I just, I felt, I love the Bernard character. Uh, they just didn't write him right in a sequel, and he was not even in three. So, uh, you know, he kind of got replaced with that Curtis elf, who was Abigail Breslin's older brother. And she appears in part three. That's sad, in a way, I guess. Uh, I guess she's looking pretty good. Girls. She's a child actor. So one the, the little girl that got on the that was the first little girl to sit on the bench with uh tent with Scott, uh she was I think she was in. I want to say she was in the Little Rascal movies. Maybe I'm wrong. She was like I noticed her in another movie. She was in, I remember her in a movie like being like had a mat, mean looking face and waving something at some somebody, mm -hmm. uh in something. But I don't. I don't remember what that was, but I noticed her when I seen her. I'm like, oh, that's that little girl. But I don't think she went on to do anything, uh, honestly. Uh, but 
I'm ready to go ahead and give the marks for me. Are you ready for the marks for you, sir? Yes, sir. I'm ready. This is a classic Christmas movie. Uh, the the CGI and stuff in it, uh, the, not CGI, but some of the some of the stuff that they try to do doesn't translate well now. But it doesn't take away from the film. Like like sometimes when the reindeer is flying or the reindeer was following him, it didn't look as good. But it doesn't take away from the film. This is a classic. I give it five markets out of five. Five. Wow. Yeah, this is a class. It's a classic. This is I a agree. classic I mean, I agree. It's movie. A classic. Uh, I couldn't go that high with it, but I, I give it a four out of five. It's it's still it warms my heart. You know, it, it made me laugh. It made me feel so many emotions. Um, I really had a good time with it. I like the CGI aspect. I think there was one with the reindeers when the first house he was flying to. It looked kind of bad, but it doesn't take you out of the movie. I agree with that. Um, I just felt, for the most part, everyone's written well. I felt like the mom's just kind of there sometimes. She's mm-hmm. And she's just really there in the sequels, which everybody's just there in the sequels except for Tim Allen. He, he is I uh, 3.5 out, 3.5 of, 5. out of 5. All right, that's good, Bilfer. I like that. That's, I mean, if that's your score, that's your score. Uh, Brandon, what do we got coming up next week? Oh, yes. The Vince Vaughn double feature um, of Christmas, you know, uh, Four Christmases versus Fred Claus. All right. So we have two more films next week. And then after that, we're going to have two more Christmas story. Two. Oh, you're I think gonna we're going to. Do... Yeah, do we're going to do... do the original as well. We're going to have fun with it. Um, but yeah, this is how we're gonna do it. Uh, he says Fred Claus. Yeah, I haven't seen it in years, Billford. I can't wait to watch it. Um, and uh, Four Christmases, I seen maybe a year or two ago. So, um, but yeah. Um, in the meantime, and in between time, Brandon, what do we want them to do? By the way, we want you to have a good time outside of the Mark Out Movie Podcast. <laughs> I feel like I'm Mick Foley going for cheap pops. <laughs> <laughs> we want you to like we want you to share we want you to comment we want you to have a great time though that's that's the most important thing cheap pop <laughs> no but uh we hope you enjoyed this episode we hope you have fun listening to us watching us and um, subscribe to us yeah subscribe you didn't say subscribe time. subscribe you didn't say subscribe <laughs> did i not actually say it very no. close got an elvis song you thought on oh. four hour version of elvis oh Go I for look it, forward Brandon. to the four-hour version of Elvis. Um, of course he does. Of course he does. At home. I'm glad they're not going to put it in theaters. For our, I just can't do that. It's just too long. But at home, I will enjoy it gracefully. Yes. Uh, it, it needs to be. You need to see the full concerts of Austin Butler. I can I mean, go ahead I, and tell you what Brandon's that. number one movie of the year is going to be. It's Elvis. Come I know on. it is. I'd be surprised if you put anything else at number one. I'd be so surprised. But anyway, um, in the meantime and in between time, Aaron Whitlow, Brandon Sprawberry. Uh huh. Thank you for marking out with us. Oh, Lord. On the Mark Out Movie Podcast. <laughs> be kind to everyone. Love each other. Billford, thank you for tuning in each week. I appreciate you. Brandon, appreciate you. And everyone mm-hmm. else that listens. Hopefully, we can get this on Spotify and all the other places. We'll see. If not, we haven't forgot about you, but. We thank you.
Peace.